Greetings, everybody. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James Font, and with me, as always, Caleb Font. It's morning, everybody. It actually is morning, and Caleb's feeling it today. Same. Uh, we tore apart a trailer all yesterday. Tore out everything is completely gutted. Nice. And I just... Insert picture here. And dealt with family here. Family is always fun to deal with. Yes, little girls. We were wrestling last night. It was a lot of fun. It's Father's Day. Yeah. And and I'm sure they enjoyed spending time with their father. Yeah. At first it was it was fun and then they grabbed pillows and, and actually <coughs> assaulted me. It was like being attacked by midgets. Three of them. All three, three of midgets them. at all the time. It was like a WWF what? match because you know they don't just normally swing. They like jump in the air. And no, because like, they think you can take it, Daddy. Exactly. They're just gonna beat the snout out of you. And then they're like, "Daddy's face is laughing. Let's jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh on that jumping mouth and smash it." No, yeah, oh, Marty God. was smart enough. She came in and was like, "Okay, girls, you're getting a little too rough with Daddy. <laughs> they're three and five. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, and two, one, five. That's true." So that makes odds. So they they have a combined age of eleven. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make things seem much better. No, not really. Would you rather fight them or one eleven year old? One eleven year old. Yeah, because then I could just sit on the one. I think there's a a like some not a challenge, but like someone brought up something like you could fight a ton of horse sized ducks. You can fight one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses. What an interesting concept. Because <laughs> the duck-sized horses can kick in the legs. I feel like this was somebody who was on something very potent. Maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. So, it's one of those That So 70 shows sitting around the table <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Probably. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, James, did I tell you I got a ticket last week? No, you didn't. Caleb, you got a ticket? I got my first ticket in 10 years yesterday. Oh, my goodness. What were you doing? I was doing 65, according to the police officer, and a 50 in a construction zone. Oh, 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 no. Yes. Yes. This is is the truth. So so the the final bill of this ticket is is around $455. Oh, my goodness, Caleb. So that one hurt. (laughs) Four hundred fifty fifty five dollars for this ticket. Sick. Yeah. So of course, of course, you get pulled over. Everyone always drives that fast in a construction zone. Exactly. And the of f- course, you get pulled over. The funny thing is, is I drive by the police officer, and he's not even in his vehicle, and he's like talking to the construction worker. He must hear his car go off because he's like looking out and like walking quickly to his car. Oh come on. And I'm like, well, now. It is what it is, you know. I most definitely probably was doing that speed. I wasn't even paying attention. So, <sighs> so of course, I do that. And now, I thought, what are the most expensive speeding tickets that were ever given out? <laughs> so, what a good topic. So, that's kind of why I actually came up with this specific topic. So, I'm just going to start this beginning. Because whoever, who, the gentleman who wrote this, uh, it is Will Fulton. F-U-L-T-O-N. Um, he wrote this. And the, and the beginning part was actually pretty good. So I'm going to go ahead and, and read it. You're cruising along, your arm wrapped around your favorite girl, or at least your favorite sandwich. The best driving song ever turned up to 11. The ride feels... The ride filled with a rural bliss. Okay. 
You are young and on top of the world, and literally nothing can slow you down. Absolutely nothing. And that's when you hear the piercing shrill of the siren song, and the peep those blues and red swirling in your rearview mirror, and you say, no. poop. No. That's not what's there. No! All right. So we're going to go to the top 10 ones. Number 10, we have Virginia oh Ticket. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia may be, the, may be for lovers, but it is also for people who don't mind paying a second mortgage for a speeding ticket. Oh, the mid- mother of gosh. Oh, this is just number 10. I know. <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, Virginia introduced the steep speeding penalty, and the, the steepest penalty in the country. Plenty of people have been hit with a 3,000-plus speeding ticket in Virginia, but these extraordinary sharp fines and laws only apply to permit Permanent residents, so drive through West Virginia instead and pick up some moonshine on the way. Why in the world is it 3,000? Why is oh. it 3,000? Okay, okay, this one, uh, this is one of my favorites. This British business uh, businessman got himself into quite a, a quite a speed-related speeding ticket. Oh my gosh, let me try that again. The, this British businessman got himself into quite a speed-related pickle in 2007 uh, tallying up a ginormous $4,643 after being caught on camera going 156 yeah, miles an hour. I, that's a little justified. While on his mobile phone. I'm, that's a little justified, yep. Yep. I'm about 4000 but a steep one would be... Would be yeah. This business person in question is described by the BBC as an amateur race car driver. I'd say don't quit your day job. <laughs> But hitting 156 miles an hour while talking on the phone is kind of a Jeff Gordon physique. I'm not even mad. In fact, I'm kind of impressed. Is he on the Autobahn? Like, No, this was in England. Oh, so, England, yeah. Yeah, so he, the Autobahn, you can go as fast as you want. So I guess. You don't get pulled over for speeding. You get pulled Four over. $1,000. Oh, here we go. In 2010, going fast on a motorcycle enthusiast forked over 12K. To Canada's authorities after being oh clocked gosh. going 164 miles an hour and his own most certainly not having a 164 mile an hour speed limit. Oh no. In order to salvage his license, he agreed to pay the unusually high fee. Oh, we're about to jump here, ladies and gentlemen. This is where things get really interesting. What? Number seven. What the? <laughs> if you're wondering what this massive spike from Finland is all about, note that the Finns and several other European countries. Adjust speeding ticket fees based on the driver's annual income. So basically, crap gets real very quickly for the wealthy. Take this guy. For example, (laughs) he was caught doing a measly 15 over in a 50-mile-an-hour zone. So basically what I got ticketed for. No biggie, right? Too bad. The dude makes 7 mil a year. Bringing his ordinary speeding ticket close to $60,000. Dollars. I think that's dumb. Sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, he went on Facebook and he had a tyrant about the uh, people taxing the rich. I uh, yeah, I that's a big excessive. Yeah. Okay. Sixty. So a hundred and three thousand for the brick phone baron who got out of it anyway. So the Nokia phone director. I don't want to even try to pronounce his name, but the director for Nokia took his trusty Harley Davidson for a leisurely ride and we got tagged doing 47 and a 31. 
That was it. 47 and a 31. Oh, you got to understand. It's also the... Wait, 31? Yeah, it's the weird... Well, he's in a different country, so, you know, it's... Oh, oh, so it's meters. kilometers. Yeah, kilometers. Um, okay. Kilometers. Of course, the poor baby uh, disputed the tab, saying he actually made a lot less, and therefore only had to pay uh, 5% of the 103000 <laughs> What? <laughs> And the okay. movie and a move straight out of Ferris Bueller, an unlucky Lambo owner from Australia saw his $200,000 Gelrado seized from his unsuspecting clutches after his mechanic took it out for a joyride and got pulled over going 99 miles an hour in a 43. The car was immediately impounded even though the guy was not responsible. Oh my goodness gracious. It says he got it back, but... That's you know, good, but that's... still. In 2004... Oh no. Here we go. 27-year-old oh, Juicy no. Salajag, the heir to the family sausage business and one of the <laughs> richest men in Finland. <laughs> I don't like Finland. I'm never visiting Finland. Oh my gosh. Was making some noise of his own in his country's uh, serene streets he was slapped with a $217,000 ticket for going 50 and a 25. It's, I mean, that is double the speed. Yeah. So, but, but still. It says, good thing he had the meat, mo- meat money to cover his reckless record. If you're going to do the crime, you better have the sausage empire to clot it up. <laughs> now, see, I've been pulled over, I think, six times. Yeah. And I've only gotten one ticket. And it's the one ticket was because it was raining and I was on a back road thinking I'm all safe and fine to do whatever I wanted. And I think I got it up to 65 and a 55. Yeah. I was like, really? Okay. So that was $124. Not too bad. And then I've been pulled over. Normally it's late at night when I was, when I was dating my wife, it was, I would be going home like one in the morning or two in the morning. And one, one time this is, I, I'm not lying. I was picking my nose. And went on, went over the white line a little bit, and came back on the road. And I got pulled over. He's like, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" I said, <laughs> "Was I going too fast? Because I didn't, I didn't think I exceeded sixty. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, you swerved off the road a little bit back there." And I was like, "Okay." I said, "Honestly, I was picking my nose." <laughs> and he just looked at me and laughed. And I think he saw I was I was only eighteen or nineteen, so I was really fresh faced. Yeah. He's like, all right, okay. Well, just keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so number three, we got, Good two, we got two more here. Is this Finland again? Nope, this is Swiss. Oh, boy. Apparently, a Swiss millionaire was caught red-handed in his red Ferrari tearing through a nice little village in his home country at 85 miles an hour, Ooh. more than 35 miles an hour above the speed limit. The fine hit such a lofty heights due to the driver's income, 220. 22.7 million a year and because he was a repeated offender. Oh, see, again. Yeah. 10% of your yearly wage. Yeah. Because he was a repeated offender. Accused of ignoring elementary traffic rules with a oh, powerful no. vehicle out of pure desire for speed, the court said it said in its judgment, according to the BBC, that the man with a pure desire for speed claims another helpless victim. And his bill, two hundred 
and ninety million. Oh, no, no, two hundred ninety thousand dollars. Two hundred and ninety million dollars. All right, number. Could you two. imagine if Bill Gates? Oh gosh. <laughs> They would be like dancing. They'd be like, "Woo!" How much does he make a year now? Because I, I know he's worth several. Well, I think he's worth something like eighty something billion. He's gonna make, uh, I don't know, something ridiculous, something stupid. But he makes a ton of money. <laughs> the guys like walk it up and like they find out who it is. They're like, "Bill Gates! Oh my gosh, we're all going to get like some fancy car that I don't know." Although he's American, so it doesn't matter. No, I'm saying if he's in America. I think they they would let him walk. If he's in America, no, I don't know. I don't think they they the we, state troopers, we aren't allowed to charge that much though. The state troopers in America are kind of rigid, not very lenient when it comes to tickets. You're, you're right. I'll just say it that way. That doesn't sound too bad. No. That, yeah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, number two. This is the last actual speeding ticket. The other one, the guy gets impounded. Okay. James is not touching my leg on purpose. No one can see that, Caleb. <laughs> I, I felt it. I'm like, what? What, James? What is so important? All right. This is a big one. Oh, Further no. proof that the Swiss, though traditionally neutral, don't screw around with speed demons. Nope. Apparently not, according to our last, <laughs> the a last Swedish guy. driver and apparent Van Diesel enthusiast behind Van the Diesel. wheel of a Mercedes-Benz SLR in Switzerland got caught hitting a relatively absurd 186 miles an hour. Fun, fun. That sounds like a good and time. And landed a fine of 650,000. Six. Six. Say that again. 650,000. Oh, but this is euros. So over half a million euros. Which translates to just under a cool million dollars in America dough. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm more I'm more uh, freaked out that our dollar is that bad. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was during that time when it was pretty. That is incredible. All right, and number one, the two point four million dollar Bugatti belonging to one very mad dad. <laughs> so, like no. the Lambo, and number five. The do, 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 the rowdy driver was not an actual ticket, but impounded the very pricey vehicle in this case. Oh boy! The first ever imported to Holland, the car belonged to this person. I'm not going to try to say his name. Director of the Trust International BV, and was seized when his 20 year old spawn, and probably a jerk, took the family ride out of town and decided it was perfect. Perfectly all right to do 100 miles an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone. <laughs> because I'm, <clears throat> it may not be 100% the 20 year old's fault. And the fact of who would not want to drive fast in a Bugatti? You breathe on the gas pedal and you're going 100 miles an hour. Uh, yeah. You think they would have like a button that says the no ticket button? <laughs> no ticket. Please, no ticket. <laughs> I feel like there was a video game that actually you could actually play and and you could actually push like a specific button and it would keep you under the speed limit so that cops wouldn't bother you. But then you could unhit it and then you could speed. You could speed as much as you wanted. Yes, speed. Speed is it, that's Have you ever seen the meme? I'm a llama. Have you ever seen the meme? It's like my car 
before I go to go somewhere, my car after I go somewhere in real life, my car in GTA, it's like a beautiful, <laughs> my car after I travel across the city and it's like nothing, the wheels are gone and the doors are gone. Because driving in video games is hard. <laughs> well, I think, I think I've actually done really well. If you don't really floor it, but then it's not as much fun. It's not. And the thing is, with the new one, there's there's a character who you can like slow down time and you can steer. Mm-hmm. And it's way cooler. Because that's real life right there. It's real life. But uh, flying through the windshield happens quite often, though. You, that's why you have to sit and wait for the guy to buckle up. Does he? I don't know if he buckles up. He does. He buzz, buckle up? Yeah, if you wait just a little bit longer, he buckles up. I didn't know that. I knew he put a helmet on. If you, anyways, no one cares. So I have the, according to Wikipedia, the list of the heaviest people. John Brower, September 29th, 1941 to September 10th. Well, that's kind of interesting. He almost lived. That's a he, long time. He almost, he almost died on his birthday. If he would have lived another 29 or 19 days. He lived in 1983, was an American man who at his peak weight was the heaviest human being ever recorded, weighing 1,400 pounds. Oh my goodness. Poor guy. I'm not going to try this guy's name because uh, he's from Saudi Arabia. Born February 1991, is a Saudi Arabian man who in August 2013 was found to be the heaviest living person and the second heaviest person recorded in history. At 1,340 pounds. Oh goodness. We have Paul Jonathan Mason weighing in at 980 pounds. At his peak, Mason was given a gastric bypass surgery in 2010 and lost an estimated 650 pounds. Oh, my goodness. So, get your gastric bypass surgery if you weigh over 900 pounds. Then the last one I'm going to cover is Katerina Radford. There's an American woman who was... Once considered to be the heaviest woman in the world, weighing in at 955 pounds. At age 14, she weighed close to 500 pounds. Oh my goodness. Her family placed her for eight months in a psychiatric home. As an adult, Redford continued to gain weight, unable to deal with her emotional issues. She eventually lost her job and moved back in with her mother. Sad day. Very sad. So... That is a small list of the heaviest people. All right. So if you if you think you're overweight, just remember there are people that weighed four hundred or four hundred one thousand four hundred pounds. Yeah, but that still doesn't I mean you still need to Remember you shouldn't weigh a quarter of that. <laughs> All right, James. So I've got another topic for us. So this is from uh Texas. This is from Sugarland. Woohoo, sugar land. Anyways, <laughs> alligators. We all love. We all love the scaly monsters who. We like sure do the prehistoric animals. Prehistoric monsters. Alligators are known to hang out in swamps and mm-hmm. stay on highways and occasionally make their way into people's garages. Did you Did you know that alligators can digest nails? I did not know that. I knew they could do bone. They can digest nails. It was, I think I found that on an episode of Zaboomafu. Zaboomafu. Who didn't love that stupid puppet? That was a great show. Except then, for the puppet. Except for the puppet. It was kind of creepy and bug-eyed, but just don't think about it. I just remember the closet that they would open and everything would fall out on them. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I never really watched that. I watched the, the before that, Wild Kratts, and then I wa- now I watch uh, what's called Wild Kratts, which my daughters absolutely love. Yep, yep. 
And did you know ringtail lemurs are actually called the stink lemur? Why is that? Because they make them they make an odor um that we can't smell, but other lemurs can. Oh. And they will actually like rub their like chests and tails with this smell and then they'll fling it with their tails at the other person at the other lemur. And the lemurs don't like it. So it's like getting hit in the face with like a juicy fart from like an like one of us. That's weird. It is so weird. So they actually have these stink fights. I just want to know how they found this out. <laughs> I don't know, but I've actually, I've, they show the, them actually like whipping their tails at each other and it looks like they get smacked with something. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's crazy. And so they'll actually have like full on gang fights with stink. <laughs> could, could you, <laughs> the world would be a lot nicer if we didn't use guns. We just <laughs> used, used use fart guns. <laughs> Just like Despicable Me. <laughs> Fuck, gun. <laughs> I said dart gun. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I love the second one where he knocks him out with the fart gun. <laughs> and then they do like a hunting pose. Yep. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Anyways, alligators. Alligators. Uh, in South, blah, blah, blah. One woman came across a troubling sight near her Texas neighborhood. Like when she spotted a gator with a knife stuck in its head. What? <laughs> a knife stuck in an alligator's head. Of course. That's how uh, that's how cool gators are, especially in Texas. Exactly. <laughs> Members of the Orchard Lake Estates community in Sugarland, Texas, were outraged when they found out that about the injured creature since it looked oh, like no, the injured creature. Since it looked like it needed medical assistance. <laughs> From the video, it didn't look very upset. It was just kind of chilling. It's, it looks like a steak knife stuck in the middle of its head. It's a unigator. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I saw him swimming, and then I saw him turn, like swimming towards me, and I saw something sticking out of his head. Said Irene Weaver. And Orchard Lake Estates residents told ABC 13 News, it looked like a steak knife that was sticking out of its head, (laughs) which it does. Oh, my God. I just feel like it's a unigator. (laughs) The Lakeside community does receive some scary, scaly visitors, including alligators. However, Weaver said that there hasn't been any concern about the wild animals until they found the injured alligator. Weaver's... Weaver's photo of the alligator went viral. Neighborhood social media groups, which were also upset by the situation. Oh, boy. I feel like somebody did this on purpose. I mean, if a gator's chasing me and I have a knife in my hand, yeah, I'm going to throw a gator, a gator at a knife. I'm going to throw a knife at a gator. Yeah. A Texas wildlife agency is expected to check the alligator on Monday. So... So he's going to get some, he's so we'll, going to check him we'll out. We'll keep you updated Yeah, on the gator. Hey, so, did you ever, did you ever find out about the French, the French, the Frenchman? What about him? Did he make it? I thought we talked about that. No, we didn't. I could have sworn we did. Not on the podcast. Ah, anyways, yes, the Frenchman has made it across. It was the, I think the beginning of if, May. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch this video um, or listen to the podcast. I think it's episode 12. Wherever Caleb's pointing. Again, if you're watching the video podcast, Caleb's pointing at stuff. Uh, there's this make-believe thing that I'm pointing at right now, but whoa, there it is. 
But I believe it's episode 12, a man, I guess I can let Caleb tell the story. Uh, there's a, a Frenchman, um, an explorer and a parachutist uh, who decided that he wanted to cross the Atlantic in a barrel. A barrel, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and a barrel about the size of this room, probably. Uh, it was 10 foot by something. But anyways, you can check all the probably information Probably bigger out. than this room. You can check all the information out in the other video. But anyways, he actually completed the journey um, without going completely insane. That's crazy. How long did it take? I think three three months, four months, something like that. Okay. I think he arrived at the end of April. Oh, wow. So, yeah, long trip. He made it. Um, no worse for wear. Cool. As far as I know, I didn't. I haven't really read any finishing articles about anything interesting. I mean, okay. I'll link the the similar. Or I'll link the same description down below. I think I did. I do recall that he said there were some rough rough waters, and he said he got out and rode on top of his barrel because it was terrible inside. So he was actually outside. He has like straps and stuff. He can strap himself to the Again, barrel. Again, I just want to know what he does with his poo. I imagine the poo go in the water. Yeah, but like, anyways. Maybe he he poos in like a biodegradable bag and then throws it overboard. There we go. We'll go with that. A biodegradable bag. <laughs> remember, if you're swimming in the ocean, there's someone's poo in there. There's lots of poo in the ocean. Just don't even think about that part. But yeah, he survived. He made it. And yeah, he's on his way probably back to France to drink more wine. And eat more cheese. And eat more cheese. He liked his, he liked his cheese and wine. So the my I, next topic, I usually don't drink this much coffee without something in my stomach. Woohoo! So my next topic is the fastest animals. And as a as a as a I guess comparison, I couldn't find the fastest human by miles per hour. But Christian Coleman left no doubt on Thursday, he's the world's fastest man this year, 2019. Not to mention this Olympic cycle. Coleman won the 100 meter at Diamond League well, I'm terrible. Yeah. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Coleman won the 100 meter at the Diamond League meet in also, also, also. In, so, 100 meters. I know how to read, I think, maybe. Occasionally. But 100 meters. Yeah. 9.85 seconds. It's just ridiculous. I don't know how you go from zero to whatever speed he hit <laughs> that fast. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Booster rockets on the butt cheeks. <laughs> Booster rockets. <laughs> Between Justin Gatlin and Hussein Bolt last year, Coleman came back from an early season hamstring injury to clock 9.79, the world's fastest time since Rio Olympics. And how fast was the Rio Olympics? I mean... That's almost not even enough time to cheer. No, because you're just like, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, oh, and they're off. Yeah, they're done. All right, yeah. Well, it's 100 meters. You're expecting it to be really quick. That's true. So they didn't give a speed of miles per hour of how fast that is. And we could probably calculate it, but we didn't get that far ahead We didn't ourselves. get that far ahead. No. So this is the top 10 list of the fastest animals according to mentalfloss.com. There's nothing like flossing your brain. No, you need to always floss your brain, and I have an ad. Anyways, at the lower end of this list, there's several animals that run around the same speed. One of these is a quarter horse, which is generally faster than its more famous thoroughbred relatives, at least over short distances like a quarter mile. 
the difference due to the name. Exactly, a quarter horse. One study found that over various races of various distances, the quarter horse averaged 45 miles per hour, while the thoroughbred averaged 35. That's pretty quick. Although the thoroughbred generally ran longer races, more impressively, the quarter horse was able to manage over 55 miles per hour near the end of the race. 55 miles? That's really fast. And you gotta think, that's got something on its back. Yeah, and the the other thing is that's interesting. A monkey. <laughs> You're a little man. Um, what? Oh, just thinking of have you have you you've seen um, uh, Psych, right? Yes, I have seen Psych. And you, uh, the jockey one. Yes, that is with the oh, cocky yeah, little guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, you made me laugh so hard. It is pretty funny because it's the bully that that tortured these guys, and he comes out and he's a jockey, so he's like this tall. <laughs> this tall. Yeah, and but he still has the attitude of a bully. Yep, those are, I don't know. You don't really suspect small people to be bullies, but sometimes they are. Well, they're larger. You think about it. He might have been just, yeah, anyways. Anyways, I don't know. Oh, that was, that's what I was thinking. Animals, what am I saying here? That's why, <laughs> <laughs> I smell toast. You smell toast? <laughs> the stroke. Oh. It's a joke. Anyways, <laughs> that's why back in cowboy days, they were able to catch up to trains. That's true. And trains were slow. Trains were very slow. I'm dying, apparently. How many train robberies were there? Like, actually. I can Google it. <laughs> maybe next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll look up Maybe some. next time we'll do train robberies. Yeah, that might be kind of fun. Number seven on this list is Anna's Hummingbird. This little critter can travel at 61 miles per hour. That's insane. For short distances during mating drives. <laughs> dives. <laughs> oh, mating dives. Oh, you know, according to a 2019 mm, paper. Chick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's hot. <laughs> Pretty much. According to a 2009. hit her. <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> I don't like this. You can read more about it. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care you, about hummingbirds. You kicked me off a couple times. Now, something that's not such a surprise on this list is the top speed of a cheetah is extremely dif- difficult to determine. One of the fastest reliable records was obtained by a con- by conser- conservationist and the cheetah he raised. He attached some meat behind his vehicle and took off. <laughs> that's one way to do it. I mean, that's a good way to motivate it. The cat gave chase, clocking approximately 60 Four miles per hour. They've actually clocked him higher than that now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is uh, the Cincinnati Zoo managed to manage sixty-one in two thousand twelve. I think they've gotten up to seventy miles, seventy-two. I think it is. They've gotten them up to. Birds are really fast, but I I don't know. Like the fastest bird on this list, you'll I'll read about it. But I'd I really, know what it is. I really don't count it because it's like Cheating. falling speed. Yeah, it's like that's whatever. Some bug. I'm not even going to try to read that. Like, basically, it's a horsefly. Yeah, it looks like a horsefly. According to an article published in Discover in 2000, someone at the University of Florida attempted to recreate the mating behavior of this horsefly. Males of this species chase and catch the females. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I feel, a, th- I feel a, a pattern going on here. Species catch... The females and together they fall into the ground. 
To simulate this, the researcher fired a plastic pellet from an air rifle. The male horsefly chased the pellet, reaching speeds of 90 miles per hour. (laughs) A bug going 90 miles an hour. (laughs) It's just scary. Someone, I bet there's a B-list or a Z-list horror movie of bugs going really fast. Probably. Could you imagine getting hit with that, like on a motorcycle? Because it's or like a, a little. It's like as big as your finger. It's like, it's like ow! It's like getting hit with a paintball. And the thing is, if they're going ninety or if they're going, I don't know, fifty miles this way, and you're going fifty miles this way, that's a hundred mile collision. Yeah, that would hurt. It would. That would stink. So remember, always wear a helmet with a windshield or sunglasses. Just don't open your sm- your mouth or smile a lot. <laughs> Just be angry. <laughs> The the Brazilian Brazil, the Brazilian free-tailed bats, according to a 2016 paper, all seven of the Brazilian free-tailed bats studied traveled faster than 55 miles per hour. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Five hit almost 70 miles per hour, and one flew 100 miles per hour, making it the making it potentially the fastest flying animal in the world. It also is probably the fastest mammal. Also, probably the fastest, scariest thing. (laughs) Some scientists that spoke to New Scientist, apparently New Scientist is a magazine magazine, or something, were skeptical of the record. However, saying that the bats may have had gravity or wind assist, but the authors of the study expressed confidence in their results. Just like the peregrine falcon. The peregrine falcon. I this is the dumbest list because after I read through it, I was like, really? That's that doesn't count. But okay. It's often said that the Peregrine Falcon can fly around two hundred miles per hour. Yes. Which isn't the entire story. Uh-huh. At level flight, when it's just flying, the Peregrine Falcon is usually thought to max out at around forty or sixty miles per hour. Which is still really impressive. Still impressive. I mean, how fast is it beating its wings to go that fast? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And it, it obviously is hollow bones because most birds do. I'm not a bird connoisseur. <laughs> Come on, Caleb. Fast, but not ridiculously so. It reaches its top speed by falling in its specialized hunting dive called a stoop. This may seem a bit like a cheat. Extreme human skydivers can go considerably faster if the diving speed and if the diving speed for all other creatures were counted. So I think this is dumb because it's... it's Yeah, it's kind of... I mean, it's really cool that they can pull out... I mean, think about it. They're diving... They're traveling 200 miles an hour and they can pull themselves out in time to catch their prey and not die on the ground. I mean, think think of the eye-talon coordination. Okay. To be really high up, see something, get in your diving position, stop, grab that thing. Exactly. So that is extremely impressive. It's super impressive. Though I don't think. So if anyone ever calls you a bird brain, think about a falcon. For years, there was a suspicion of this top speed. In the 1990s, some researchers pegged the birds at more responsible stoop speed of 90 90 miles per hour. It wasn't until the 2000s that the researcher began skydiving with the. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and all right, fellas, let's go. So so do you take a bird with you? (laughs) You just take a falcon. You're like, all right. All right, Cindy, here we go. Ready? Ready? All right. Three. You just jump out of the plane, both of them. Oh, no, I forgot my parachute. Cindy, save me. 
began skydiving with the peregrine falcon. Together, they were diving at, a, at speeds well in excess of 200 miles per hour. But because of this dive, the title of the fastest animal on Earth is still open to debate. But technically, the human is the fastest if we're going to go by those standards. Exactly, because we've, we have a guy who fell from orbit and was probably going much faster than that. Yeah. Or, you know, technically, we, we've gone thousands of miles per hour in different sports cars. Not sports cars, because they're luxury. Not luxury. They're specialty cars. Yeah. Or, you know, planes. We've been in planes that go 100. Or we're all on planet Earth, which is spinning it. <laughs> oh, James, stop this nonsense. I mean, we're going around the sun super fast. Could you imagine jumping from orbit? No, it sounds cold. Yeah, well, he he wears a full-on spacesuit, but, I mean, just stepping off the platform, you're like, okay, I hope I'm I at can... the right boundary. I'm either going to float away or I'm going to fall. One of He's the like, two. well, I can see that the Earth is flat. So. Did he actually get, like, the fire ring around him like they catch? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I think... I think he was orbit, below is that. Is orbit right before atmosphere? Oh, gosh, James. This is not my, not my <laughs> you forte mean you in school. You don't know everything about the Earth, Caleb? No, I don't. So if you, if you do know that uh, and you've listened this far into the podcast, let us know. <laughs> we would love to know, actually. That's let us know in the comments down below. Yep. Is orbit different than atmosphere? So if you fall from orbit, do you get the fire ring around you? Oh, I drank all my llama. I'm just going to cut that out <laughs> and just leave that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to send us a topic you want us to cover, or if you want to be on the podcast at six in the morning, or we can adjust the schedule for you, you can message us on Instagram, Facebook, or email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Podbean. So be sure to check us out on all those platforms and listen to us simultaneously on different devices. So you go crazy. Llama. See you later. Ta.